What's up, everybody? My name is Carly. And my name is Ray. And you're listening to Coffee, Coffee and, and Cream. Cream. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of Coffee and Cream. We are so glad that you were here, whether you were listening on Anchor, Spotify, or most recently, Apple Podcasts. Yay. We truly appreciate your support. You may be wondering if we're in the midst of a manic episode given the name of this episode, but I assure you we are not. We want to shed some light on all the emotions we feel as college students, how we, you know, handle those things as adults. Well, uh, you get it. If not, you will. Yes, hello again, friends. Like Carly said, we're so glad that you've decided to let coffee and cream grace your ears yet again. Or for the first time. If that's the first time, welcome. Glad you're here. Anyways, I know I speak for both of us when I say that this has been such a fun thing and we're excited to continue to do so. But before we get to today's topic, let us talk about what's been brewing this week. Carly, you go first. So, you know, we got new mics because we have online shopping problems. But I feel like it's a good purchase. It was. It was. (laughs) Yeah. It is finally spring break for our university, so that is fun. We are still on campus, but... Yeah, we don't. Have we class. get to leave soon. <laughs> we do. We get to leave Wednesday. Actually, when this episode comes out, ah. um, this isn't really. I don't know. This isn't this week or anything. It's kind of far out. But at the end of the month, I'm going to Atlanta for a concert and to go to the Coke Museum or World of Coke, if you will. Uh, okay, so there's not much that's been going on this week for me. Today I got back from the gym. I had a really good day at the gym. I know nobody cares, but I thought I'd share with the group. I care. Thank you, Carly. Mm-hmm. Um, this past week, I had a lot of midterms. Well, like, you know, it's like, they don't call them midterms. They call them, like, regular exams. But I know it's midterm. And midterm yeah. papers, but they call it, like, a random paper. They're not fooling anyone. No. I had those, so I was a little busy this past week. I am looking to buy some shoes, and I just need you all to understand my thinking process. So, three shoes for, like, 240 something dollars. Converse. Converse people. shoes. Converse. Is that, is that reasonable, Carly? <laughs> Tell me it's reasonable so I can For $240? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. No, because 75 and 75 is 150 plus 75 more is 225 Only one pair is 75 The other two are like 65 or 55 I can't remember. And you're going to pay 240 for three of them? Have you ever taken a math class? That cannot be right. Okay, it was around the 200 mark. I know it was, I know it was over 200 it was over 200. Anyways, just tell me yes. That's a... No, I cannot <laughs> support you in that. I see you, I hear you, I will not support you. Um, anyways, the Starbucks drink suggestion of the week is an iced matcha with soy milk. It's really simple, but it's really good. It's not that good. I don't really like it. Anyways, so that drink may not make me happy, but <laughs> we are going to talk about what does make us happy. Ooh, that was good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Starbucks being the number one thing, because on our campus... And around our campus, there isn't much to do, but we do have a Starbucks. Actually, we have two. Yes, our world revolves around that Starbucks, actually. it does. But obviously there are other things that bring a smile to our faces. Ray, if you would please tell us what makes you happy. Okay, it's getting warmer, Carly. I'm not sure if you've been outside recently. Heavy, In like the past two weeks. We were just outside. (laughs) Anyways, um, I love the sun and I love warm weather. But more specifically, I love frolicking. Okay, <laughs> frolicking is not the word for it. I like sitting out in the sun. <laughs> I think it's good for anybody to get some vitamin D. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> but I love sitting out in the sun, reading, listening to music, just sitting with my friends. That is so exciting. And it's been sunny recently, and I've been able to do that, or I've been making time to do that. That's important. Go outside, folks. Secondly, Walmart trips. I'm not sure oh, if you listened to any previous episode of this podcast, you know that we love, love Walmart. Yes, also, this wasn't in our brews, but we did go to Walmart this week as well. And this isn't the same Walmart trip we referred to in the last episode. This was a new one. Yes, we, we make time for Walmart because Walmart makes time for us. <laughs> and it does, and it does. Right. But I just love going to Walmart with my friends and just... We go there for, like, specific things, but we go on every aisle, especially the clearance aisle. The clearance aisle is our oh favorite aisle. Oh, my God, yes. But uh, Walmart's fun. There are also, like, these little things that just remind me of how good life is. I don't, I don't even have, like, specific examples, but you see other people happy, I'm like, wow. I could do that, too. And it makes me happy. <laughs> and finally, seeing Carly, she is, ugh, seeing Carly on campus and not in, like, a work setting, or, like, not in the building. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I'm her biggest fan. She's, like, a campus celebrity when I see her. <laughs> no, I'll be literally. taking pictures. I'll be asking for her autograph and such. <laughs> I would like to make it clear. Ray has never done that. Not not a once. Not to your knowledge. But also, <laughs> seeing Ray is the first thing on my list. Ray, or really any other coworker for that matter, yeah, any of them, just seeing them outside of the building, because we all work in the same building, so... If I see them anywhere on campus, I just get so excited to see them at any point in the day, after class, walking to get food. If we're not in the building, I am 10 times more excited to see them. Uh, the pizza on campus, either in the calf, it's good in the calf, or the Papa John's that we have on campus. When it's bussing, it is bussing. And you can look and tell when it's bussing, bussing, because you open the box, it just looks, it Edible? looks good. Yeah. yeah. And you can tell when it's been sitting there for a minute, too. You can tell because it looks like a frisbee. I'm not trying to play disc golf. I'm trying to eat dinner. <laughs> Period. Uh, seeing old classmates. I don't know how you feel about this, but there are two or three, maybe, not even that many, classmates that I will see from past semesters. Mm -hmm. And I just get so excited to see them. Me too. Especially if you are like struggling through a class together yes calculus last y semester y'all have like a shared struggle and yes. i really resonate with that <laughs> i would argue it's trauma bonding but easily anyways, actually there's this one specific person i don't know if she listens but if she does she will know i'm talking about her hey girl hey girl <laughs> i love her i see her so often now it's my favorite thing we also went on a little coffee date oh mm. i love coffee dates me well, too i just love coffee hey, we know uh starbucks trips Oh, obviously obviously especially the late night ones our starbucks is open until 11 most of the time mm -hmm. so we'll go at like 10 30 and just piss off the little workers they know our names now no it's kind it's of really embarrassing concerning. yeah but it's right there it's like it's a too, one minute walk it's too not convenient. even yes we have problems well <laughs> yes um this job that we have on campus is the most convenient thing ever the most convenient thing ever, and I love this job so much. Yeah, it's convenient, and y'all are cool. Like, the people we work with, they're heavy, so cool. Heavy, And they make the job better, arguably, actually. No, they do. I eat this job up like it's candy, and I know I have said that to you. <laughs> but I'll be, like, you know, doing job requirements or whatever, and I'm just like, oh, oh my god. I love this job so much. Now that we've heard some of the things 
that make us smile. We realize that life is good, and when it's good, it is so good. It is. It's just like a blessing day after day. Yes. But when it is bad, oh, oh my, my God. goodness, <laughs> Lord knows it's bad, and. I'm not sure who told the Lord that I'm his strongest soldier, <laughs> because I am not. No. But what I'm trying to say is that sometimes we get sad, get a little upset, and that's completely valid, but there are certain things that really trigger that sadness for me, I know, and I'm sure okay. for you as well. Yes. Uh, what are some of those things for you? So the number one thing that makes me extremely sad is not having my dog here. Oh, I love your dog. Me too. My dog's name is Kevin. She's good at everything, and just not having a pet that's here all the time is the most depressing thing I think I've ever experienced. But that's enough on my friend Kevin. I miss my dog too. My dog's not very bright, but oh, neither at least is he's Kevin. there. Yeah, <laughs> right. Kevin sits quietly most of the time. Truly, and that's like the staple of a good dog. Have arguably, you, does your dog burp? And I, I just need you to be concrete. I don't think I've ever heard Smokey burp. Okay, Kevin doesn't. It is not ladylike. I need her to get a grip. She should, actually. Yes. Anyways, um, the second thing is not seeing my friends until actual work. Like, if I don't see you guys around campus, I don't see you around the halls. I don't see you on the streets. I don't see you in the middle of a Walmart. If I don't see you guys until work starts, I'm pissed. That's... And by pissed, I mean sad, crying in my room. Crying in your room? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> say, imagine having the free time. I'm joking. That's valid, though. You, you get it. You yeah, get it. I understand. When the pizza doesn't hit. Circling back. Yes, all the way back to the pizza. When it looks like a frisbee, right. immediate sadness. There's no getting over that. I feel. Also, side note, I feel like there should be a set time where you can't serve old pizzas anymore. Like No, they write it on the box. They just don't get rid of them, I swear. That's kind of nasty. Or they burn them, and sometimes, you know, the box, the little yeah. heater box? Sometimes I don't think it's hot enough. Like, Heavy. pizza hot. Because when I get a cold pizza, I'm just automatically upset. Literally. Or the pizza is hot while I am still giving them my card to pay. And then by the time I walk away, it's like it's been sitting in a freezer. I'm pissed. There must be a draft somewhere in there. <laughs> no, literally. I've never been cold in that, that cafeteria, though. Um, when the calf, like the upstairs, mm -hmm. you know, the actual school food, only has pork. Yes. I have never wanted to drop out, withdraw. From, well, everything. So fast. Yeah, if you remember back in our first episode, I believe, Carly <laughs> talked extensively <laughs> on, her the pork. on her disdain for pork. It's yes, understandable. Also, yeah, I mean, I think they try their best to be inclusive, but also sometimes it's just pork. No, literally, pork for weeks or potatoes for weeks. And I don't really like potatoes like that either. Anyways, not too much, <laughs> not too much on my cafeteria. Uh, and then school. Sometimes school is just so stressful for no reason, but it's school. I don't really like school. Me and school, we're not white on rice, butter on popcorn, anything like that. But that's fine. That's on me. That's right. between me and God. I think I talk about this all the time. If I could, like, come here, do everything that I'm doing, minus the schoolwork. No, heavy! I think I could be a lot more. I could be happier. Arguably. Period. Okay, so I have a few things that make me sad. Number one, missing my parents. Or missing... Missing my family in general, and I don't live too far. I could visit them. It's just that I never really have the opportunity to do so because I'm so busy here. And sometimes I just get so busy, I'm like, wow, I wish I could just talk to my mom. And that sounds really sad, but if my parents listen, I miss you guys. Hope you're well. Ray, I, be serious. <laughs> Ray swears he's important, one. 
Which you are. Right. I could, I could but, leave uh, whenever I wanted to. Yes, That's he's not valid. being held hostage. Also, his mom calls every Wednesday. Yeah, my mom, she calls me, but, like, I want to sleep in my bed and wake up to my parents and eat breakfast with them. Anyway. Go home. You're going home later. Uh, yeah, I'm going home soon, but, like... Okay, you make the... it sound like you are being held hostage yeah. here. For clarification, I... <laughs> Technically, I could get up and leave whenever I want. It's just that there are things that I need to do here, I, I, I think. There are things that need my attention here. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But I see you, I hear you, I stand... I'm sitting next to you. That's about as close as we're ever going to get. Heavy. Um, secondly, the month of November through January. <laughs> that is so long. There, It gets cold in, like, November. It starts getting cold. And then there's winter. And then there's, like, the remnants of winter in January up until, you know, whenever spring happens. I just think it gets cold and it gets dark sooner in the day. Like, it gets dark at, like, 5. No, for real. And then that just, like, brings my entire mood down for the, those, like, that span of months. It's really sad. Not understanding and not doing well in school, it just, I guess it makes me more mad than sad, but, like, that anger turns into sadness because I'm like, why don't I get this? Finally, I would say that when I cannot get Starbucks all day, and I know that's really, that shouldn't affect my mood that much, but I promise you, when I, I'm, like, later in the day and I realize I haven't had any Starbucks, I'm like, oof, that is sad. Granted, I could just walk and get some. Sometimes I get too busy and I can't get Starbucks. Okay, well, I think that's enough sadness for one episode or one season or one podcast, actually. We won't discuss it again, actually. Um, We're going to pick the mood back up with absolute anger and pet peeves because nothing makes me happier than being angry at things that do not actually matter. How does that sound, Ray? You know, there's nothing I love more, Carly, than talking about the things that I hate. Perfect. I'm glad we're on the same page. What are your top five pet peeves? Oh, I could not wait for this part. Number one, people who are unwilling to try. Yes. If you if you expect anything in life to be handed to you at this grand age of college age kids, of course. <laughs> right. Um, young adults. Anyways, I, I think that a lot of us are sometimes so used to being around people who are willing to give things to us and work for us or work with us but whenever you get to this age young adulthood out into the real world nobody is going to hand you anything and nobody is going to really be there to support you because i mean you are an adult and you're supposed to be able to support yourself people who are unwilling to try at life and think that anything is just going to be handed or everything is just going to be handed to them bother me i just i don't know how i don't know how one gets to that level of delusion (laughs) But anyways, I won't talk too much on it. And that kind of, wait, that kind of goes into my second one, because people who give up too easily, people who aren't, don't want to work hard, and they just give up automatically. You know, some people come here, never had a job in their lives. Your parents gave you everything? No, it's, it's concerning. I mean, I get, if your parents have it like that, and that's how they choose to raise you, that's, that's cool. But also, they should teach you some essential life skills. And like Anything. How life actually works. I think that's yes. important. Because if you come here and you're ignorant, it just it's not a good look for you. And some would argue it's not a good look for your parents. I, I would. <laughs> my parents gave me a lot. But when I turned 15, they were like, oh my god, happy birthday. Get a job now. <laughs> Heavy. I don't know. My dad said I didn't have to get a job. But I wanted to work for my own money and to like buy the things that I wanted. So Valid. that's why I got a job. My parents would get us, like, what we needed, mm-hmm. but if we wanted extra stuff, 
They'd be like, do you have money for that? Do I don't have money for that. You got McDonald's money? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> exactly like that. Actually, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that I had a job for like two weeks when I was 14 because I worked at a summer camp. Mm-hmm. And the rule was like you can't work there unless you're 15 before the summer starts. Illegally. Well, I broke the rules. Anyways, so I worked there when I was 14 and then turned 15 like two weeks in. So, you know, I had a job. Anyways, I don't right. know why I that I started mattered. working when I was 15, too, which, yeah, it was at a fast food place. It was really interesting. That is vile. No, it's like, okay, a fast food place is the stepping stone into the working world. No, if it is not. Fa- I worked at a grocery store. Okay, fast food or grocery store. That's, that's like the two. Those are entry-level jobs. Yeah, and? Yeah, and that's, I mean, like, we're teenagers. What are we supposed to be doing working in an office? I mean, yeah. Oh, right. Uh. Okay, so next on my list is people who cannot read a room. And that's just like oblivious people, oblivious to the situation that's happening around them or how um, other people are feeling. Or they just do it on purpose and don't take that into account. And sometimes, okay, I'll admit, sometimes I can be oblivious to a yes. room yes, or people's can. feelings. But that's just because I'm not like... I don't really take my emotions into account. Wow, that's going to make me sound crazy. But I don't really take my emotions into account. And sometimes I forget that I need to take other people's emotions into account. It's not a common thing, but sometimes it happens. And that's on me. But people who constantly, consistently can't read a room, mm-mm, not a good look. No. Finally, on my list, any people who think any sort of bigotry is like joke-worthy, if you were making fun of somebody's identity in like the form of a joke... Where, like, if you're talking about it and it doesn't have anything to do with you, that's not a good look for you. Literally. And you should probably reconsider your stance. And yes. And I don't, I don't have any respect for you, and I'm struggling to find if you have any respect for yourself. Literally, because, so I'm a gay person, obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, it might not be obvious. Anyways, that is not the point. I have been, I guess, dealing with or, like, having gay jokes thrown at me since I came out a couple of years ago. And I promise you, any gay or homophobic, or wait, what, does that make sense? Any, like, gay joke or homophobic remark that you throw at me, I have heard a hundred mm-hmm. times over, and I guarantee you, it simply is not funny anymore. Right. Or, like, get in the kitchen. It was, you know what, it was funny once. Right. But was it really? Was it really? Also, if you're joking about that stuff, I feel like you have some soul-searching to do within yourself. No, literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> but I who am I? Who am yeah. I? Yeah, <laughs> and if it's like, if it's just me and Ray, then like, okay, fine, because it, it's just us, and we can read each other and yeah. see if it's a good time for a joke. So if that's your situation, okay. But if you're in a room full of people, and not everybody knows that you and the person you're making a joke at are close, or not everybody knows that you're a homophobic POS, if you will then everyone's going to take it and be like, what the hell is wrong with this person? So just read a freaking room. It's not hard. So my first one is immaturity, which kind of goes with, I don't know, people that are not willing to try, especially in college. You're just immature. Uh You're just immature. There's no getting around it. And then same thing as thinking that bigotry is funny. You're just immature. Please say that. Heavy on immature. Or you're just a bigot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Literally just a bigot. Yeah. Like, uh, we get it. <laughs> You're incapable. It's not funny either. Anyways. I'm not laughing, are you? Mm-mm. Perfect. On to the next. People who will, like, interrupt each other or 
someone to ask questions that the person has already answered. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like if you're in... <gasps> in class. Yes. Mm. And you just interrupt the professor. I'm paying for their voice, not yours. Truly and honestly. Yeah. And I don't care about your question if I'm being honest. Wait till the end of class, please. Also, if the professor literally said, answered the question, but they just weren't listening and they asked a question, nothing makes me matter. Literally. I'm, I'm like ready to get up and fist fight the person. Because who... Do you listen? <laughs> exactly. And that makes them look stupid right <laughs> respectfully and kind of going into that you know when you ask the professor a question and they answer you with a question right if i was here for rhetorical questions i wouldn't have came <laughs> literally i would if i was here for rhetorical questions i'd be in writing and rhetoric heavy english 101 if you will right we took it freshman year let's move on now exactly that infuriates me nothing makes me want to find the withdraw from university button quicker but Neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. Being late. Why are you late? Carly, sometimes sometimes I don't wake up. And sometimes I don't plan out like the time it takes me to get ready for something. And sometimes I just want to be like, sit in my room for a second longer. And that's on me. And that's something I should communicate with you. But Really? You think so? Yeah. Ah. I'm really sorry. I, okay, now, I'm not late all the time. We have a friend who's like that. <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> we're talking about you know who you, you are. Um, just being late in general, though, how are you always late? Okay. Not you directly, okay, but right. other people. <laughs> like, odds are, if we have any type of situation where we are meeting, we were communicating about the time, the place the thing we would be talking about. We agreed on all of that. Mm -hmm. You probably have my personal cell phone number because I give it out like candy. If you're going to be late, simply text me and let me know. Because I'm not... I don't think I'm necessarily mad that people are late. I'm mad because I'm in the agreed upon location like 10 minutes before the meeting time mm -hmm. waiting on the other person and they could just communicate be like, I'm going to be 10 minutes late, so now I don't have to waste my time sitting down there. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, and also, I think when the stakes are lower, like you're meeting a friend or you're meeting a professor, and you can be like, I don't know, five minutes late, but whenever you graduate or whenever you get an actual job, you're late. You, you won't have a job. Exactly. And, and I guess that's something I should probably learn quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I just have really bad time anxiety. Like, when I'm at work, or, no, when I'm at home and I have to work, mm -hmm. I work at a grocery store, not even five minutes from my house. I will leave 40 minutes to an hour before my shift starts. What do you do? Sit in my car, because I'm just that anxious about time. Like, what if I get pulled over? What if I get in a car wreck? For an hour? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I will not be late. Anyways. <laughs> That's a good skill to have. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's bad. <laughs> I don't need to be that early for anything. Have you? Um, you know when people are like just bad people like they can't even be half decent yeah that also infuriates me i just wanted to tell you that and like I'm, what are you like just the bad people in general yeah like i'm not saying you have to respect everybody okay but just don't be rude because somebody is different i guess is that being a bigot yeah basically okay yeah that pisses me off like why are you going to be mean to someone that's different or you know when you're standing with your friend that might be a bad person you just don't quite know yet mm -hmm. and they're like what is that like what is that it's like girl judging every person that walks by that shows just, 
Stop. That shows insecurity within yourself. And immaturity, but that's beyond me. Um, My last big one is every (laughs) single professor putting every single exam, midterm, paper, group project to be due (laughs) or completed in the same week. And that same week is always, one, the week before finals week, or the week before spring break. Do you want me to drop out? They're colluding. They I, are. I think they have like staff meetings, and they're like, "Okay, so when are you? When are you, when is your due date?" Or better yet, they just do it before the school year starts. Yes. They're like, yes. "Are y'all ready for Hell Week?" <laughs> like, what the heck? That is so annoying. Also, one of my professors, he's like, he's a little silly goose. I really like him. I don't know why. He is just so silly. But he was standing up in front of the class as professors do. Mm-hmm. This did not piss me off. This actually made me giggle so hard. And so I sit in the front. And he was, that actually isn't relevant. He was talking to the class, whatever, like greeting everyone. And then when class started, he was like, everybody, I have some news. And we were like, oh God. That would make me extremely nervous. (laughs) This man was like, I met with the chancellor and I was like, my students and stats are working so hard and they just need a break. And he said, (laughs) the chancellor said she would think about giving you guys a, uh, you know, a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, a two-day break. Mm-hmm. But I told her that you guys deserve a whole week because you have been working so hard. He is so real. And he is. <laughs> so he was like, then she said that, that that would be okay, and she would put that on the academic calendar. And <laughs> this man stands up there with a straight face, mind you, the entire time. He was like, I got you guys a spring break, okay? So next week... <laughs> Y'all don't come to class. Y'all don't even need to be on this campus. Go home. You do what you need to do. Rest, recharge, be ready to go at it when we get back. And I was like, this man. He is so real for that. (laughs) Yes, he is. Anyways, um, he did, in fact, have a test the week before spring break, though. (laughs) Wow. So he's not too real, actually. No, but he got a spring break. Don't forget that. Just... Going to rate my professor. Mm-hmm. What's his? Ten name? out of ten. Not not on the air. Right, right, not on the air. Um. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. So, not too much. <laughs> that's so funny. I love professors who. This like it's like dry humor, but it's yes. so funny. He had a straight face though. I, I was would, like, I would have been oh. giggling the whole time. He says, "I've been working tirelessly." Me and the chancellor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> White on rice. Yeah. Anyways, so as college students, adults, and especially people who have professional or will have professional jobs soon. We should be more than capable of handling our emotions, I would argue. Because, you know, Same. that seems like the adult thing to do. Uh, yeah. But when you get to the real world, real world in quotations, again, no one really cares about how you feel, truthfully. And even when you get to college, nobody really cares about how you feel. Once you cross the threshold into, like, 18, year olds, 18 years old, no one cares. So, you should probably learn how to deal with your emotions on your own. Especially when someone says something to piss you off. So how does one do that? Probably have any tips? So first, try not holding a grudge. Like, just let it roll off your back, whatever. If you feel like you can't do that, then we have some other tips for you. Okay, so this first tip, 24-hour rule, it's basically whenever somebody makes you mad, you should wait to address the situation. It says 24 hours. You don't have to wait that long. It's The rule is, like, go get yourself something to eat, go take a nap, Think on it for a little bit, and if it's still bothering you after that span of time, take steps to address it. Um, the know- steps are like texting them, being like, 
hey, can we talk? Or, I don't know, I I guess, you know how professors have office hours? If they have something mm-hmm. like that, just going in there and being like, hey, this is what you said, this is how it made me feel. Use I statements. Oh, heavy on I statements. Do Accusatory statements just don't make anybody feel well, and they will probably go straight into a defensive mode or whatever. <laughs> yes. Um, next, well, okay, we kind of already covered it, but just talk to them. Be calm when you're doing it. Yeah. Don't go in there all pressed. That is the point of the 24-hour rule. After 24 hours or a nap and eating something, you shouldn't still be as heated as you were initially. Mm-hmm. If you are, you need to take more time. You also need to get a grip because, come on now. <laughs> but go in there, be calm. I also think that if you if it was something that made you really upset, like if you think you'll see this person by yourself, you might lash out and attack them. <laughs> take <laughs> take a friend or take someone who can be there to mediate. I think that's yeah. would be helpful. And but... Mutual. mutual. Yeah. Like, not I would like, not take Ray, because Ray is partial to me. Yeah. No biases. Take someone who has who doesn't have stake in, like, y'all's relationship or either relationship. Yeah. Because then it'll just be one-sided. So. Heavy. Um, communication is always a big one in really any aspect of life. You should be talking right. about how you feel, not just honing it in. If, you know, you feel you need to talk about it, then talk about it. Right, but... Yeah, circling back, that also can go into having a problem with someone else. If you never express that you have a problem with that person, they won't know. And it'll just fester. Exactly. And then I would argue that you are the problem because you never said anything. Yeah. But But, in general, communicate your problems. Communicate when you need help. That's a big one as well. Um, Heavy. Because as my dad used to say, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Yeah. That's a good one. (laughs) That is a good one. You're not as smart for that. Oh, and finally... Deal with your problems yourself. Um, that's more of from a conflict standpoint. If deal with conflict yourself, do not get your friends involved. Do not try to go jump someone with all your friends. That's not going to fix your problem. It that's will get you. so middle school. Yeah. Uh, and don't have your friends, like, bully them online or, like, oh even in person. Just keep your friends out of your own personal problems because it just Please. creates so much unnecessary drama for everyone. Yes. Like... Have beef. Your beef is your own beef. Not every your beef, your friend's beef, and then the person you have beef with. Literally. That's a lot of beef. Anyways. You shouldn't be... Your friends should not be on social media talking about, we hate people like this. Like... Right. Be so for... That is giving very much middle school. Literally. And I'm trying to think, what do we have in common? Uh, we're both Geminis. Me and Ray are both Geminis. If someone is mad at us, and they're posting about... Ah, uh, we hate Gemini's. Girl, shut up. Shut up. Right. We all and know you're talking about us. <laughs> call me out directly. I, Literally. That's another big thing I don't like. When people are, like, beating around the bush, if you don't like me, please be so for real. Yes, at me. Say my name. I don't care. Please slander me. Because you're immature, slander. not me. I think that's really it. it. Just be grown. Remember that you are grown. Mm-hmm. Google what to do. Google is smart as hell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, to wrap things up. Here is the outro. I don't know why I said that. Um, I'm sure you guys are a little curious as to why this episode is blessing your ears. It's because I wanted to do it, and it's our podcast, and we basically do whatever we want. Also, Ray is not <laughs> an emotionally aware person. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> and I mean that so respectfully. That's such an insult, Carly. And, and by that, I, I mean Ray is insensitive. He doesn't, um, what's the word? He's not empathetic all oh, the time. I'm a sociopath now. <laughs> well, yes. That's what you're saying. He can be empathetic when he needs to be, but more often than not, he chooses not to be. So this forced Ray to talk about his feelings, and it was really funny. Not funny. It was so good. Eye-opening. Okay. Um, that was... <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I wouldn't say that I'm, like, not emotional. I think that neither you or me are You're emotionally right. charged people. So uh, I think that this was good for us to talk about our emotions, what makes us mad. Because in the end, if you understand your triggers and what makes you upset or what makes you sad, then you can work to better address those feelings when they arise and you just won't be like blindsided by what's happening you know heavy heavy well that is all for this episode of coffee and cream thank you guys for tuning into our fourth episode and listening to all of our emotions in 30 minutes as always we would like to thank our family and friends for all of their support this would not be possible without them if you are enjoying our podcast please leave a comment telling us what you like about it uh, what you want us to talk about, mm-hmm. or anything, really, it doesn't matter. Don't forget to rate and follow us on any of the platforms. We're on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Ray, do you have anything to add? Uh, everything Carly just said, heavy on that. But also, we are really happy with the amount of support we have received so far. So thank heavy. you all for that. It means a lot. And we're looking forward to growing the Coffee and Cream family. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, all of that being said, we will see you all next week. Remember to be safe, be smart, and feel your feelings. Feel your feelings. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.